You know what I'm saying? We just from a different tribe. Sometimes I call it the lost tribe. 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 Hello, welcome everybody to another episode. Well, it's technically the first episode of The Lost Tribe. I am Kyle and Davey. I'm Jakira, the baddest. And <laughs> <laughs> it is your boy Tali, the voice. We're going down, y'all. I'm, I'm this every the time to remind y'all who the baddest bitch of them all. We are the Lost Tribe, man. Welcome. We're going to be talking a lot of different things, we're going to talk about different stories. Um, we're going to talk about music. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about uh, positive things mm-hmm. to, to uplift your spirits. We're going to laugh. Yeah, we're going to laugh. You're going to laugh. There's two things you can guarantee about this podcast. One, you are going to laugh at some point in this whole shit, or at least at least break out a chuckle. And, and two, mm-hmm. it's going to be super black. At some point, we yeah. might ease up the super blackness. We might start off and hit you over the, over the head with some blackness. But, you know, mm-hmm. we go, <laughs> it is a super black podcast. This podcast is made for us by us. And I hope y'all all uh, enjoy it. Ooh, yeah. food. Okay. Food words. Nigga said LL Cool J, baby. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh. I'm Kyle, you know, Kyle's working out. He's trying to be like LL Cool J. Nigga's buff. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Listen, man, this quarantine hit me with a huge setback, but we talk about that afterwards. But um, how, how, this how you- setback? <laughs> this nigga still has a six pack. He's lying. This nigga. I'm tight. I have. I, I have. I have fasted for seven days. <laughs> seven, God, nah, not seven days. I, I, fasted, I, fasted, I fasted for this brother's starving. <laughs> yeah, that brother's starving. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, nah, but um, what's the what's the topic we talking about today, y'all? What, how we how we kicking this thing off? Today we talking about them crazy ass white people in your country, Kyle. Cool. 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 The color of mayonnaise. The coop the color of mayonnaise. God damn. Mayonnaise is a disgusting color, by the way. Like, I would never want anything I want to be the color of mayonnaise. Mayonnaise is cream. Let me preface this everybody's opinions are their own. I don't don't agree with that. Don't hold me to it. Do not cancel me because of what this nigga said. I'm about to turn into Eddie Griffin if I eat some fucking mayonnaise. Listen. It's crazy. Uh, Just for context, I don't know when y'all might be listening to this. Maybe you're listening to this in 2030. Who knows? Uh, but it is January 2021. Um, mm-hmm. We are not but not even 20 days in. And we have already survived yet another historical event. Uh, white folks, uh, Trump supporters stormed the Capitol to, mm. to take over and take hostages. And get rolled in with zip ties. And we just try to take over oh, and listen. take over the whole Capitol. With no ma- also, you know, the most the, the most shocking thing about this whole thing to me is that like you could go commit a crime and you feel so confident in your privilege or you're so unaware of like how stuff usually works that you're just like, nah, forget a mask. We don't need to roll up with no mask, no ski mask, nothing. We don't gotta no. go in with <laughs> like, you know, we just go in my identity some, at all. Some of them niggas didn't have no shirt on. I'm like, what about the rubber bullets? But then not, o- <laughs> not only that. It was cold. They wore their work ID to the, to the <laughs> like nah, you so- gotta be a fucking idiot, yo. <laughs> but, but listen, but listen, what a- the shit was crazy. And it, it's funny because me and James are 
living in Spain. So it's funny. We getting calls like, y'all see what the hell is happening? I said, wow, y'all country's ghetto as hell. I'm over here. Y'all need to to relax because y'all still from here. As far as I can tell, there's only one dual citizen on this podcast. I will will burn this passport right here, right now. Right now. Stop it. I want to be able to travel to other countries. I'm from outer space. I'm telling you, my cousin's gonna come oh pick me up. I'm intergalactic out here. You no, know what I'm saying? I'm confused. So this is this is where I'm confused, right? You said the ski mask thing, and I agree. These they, they, they really thought, okay, I'm gonna walk into a federal building. Period. Oh, we gonna run into a federal building. We running up in this bitch. We ain't got no mask. We got we got all kinds of bombs. We got all kinds of shit. And when we get home, it's gonna be gravy. Are you dumb? When we get home, we're gonna <laughs> shut her down. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? Like well, that's yeah, how you know they don't know no black people. Listen, not not well. There there were two in there. Oh, well, listen yeah. and listen. Like, come on. Man, and I don't know the validity of the validity of this, but like one dude said he was just trying to find his stimulus. <laughs> like, and the other dude said, I was, I'm just trying to flick up for the gram. He released a song the next really? day. So weak. I, I know they picked him up. But no, there was another one there that was actually like saying F Black Lives Matter and all that other stuff. And they was like, You could tell by that edge of what he do. Uh, <laughs> I'm fucking no, yo, no, but it's true. One of my friends told me this in college. If you want to look at somebody who's black but really don't know anything about black folk look at their hairline and it tells the whole story like and it, it was and it's it's 100% true man a lot of people that you know didn't know what they were doing or didn't know what they were talking about had no type of edge up no line yeah shit looking like a heartbeat <laughs> or if there was a girl that shit was fried like yeah. <laughs> that shit was uh, fried man. now going back to this cool real quick though man like two things for me one this revealed a lot of stuff that I didn't even know was legal. Like, I didn't know you could... Did you know that y'all could, like, check a gun, like, on a flight? Did you know you could travel with a gun? Like, that's a thing in Oh, America? yeah. My my I, um my grandfather always brings his guns with him whenever he came to visit us in New York. And you just got to go a little bit earlier. If you have a licensed weapon, you can bring it on the plane with you. What? You just check it. I thought like, because he was an ex police no, officer. No, my mom could bring to. her. Gl- my mom could bring her glick on the gun. I'm trying to get a glick. So. <laughs> I bet. Oh, bring her glick on the plane. You can't even do that. Over I said here. glick on the gun. You tell I'm sleeping. I'm like, this must be some new young slang that I'll know about. Listen. That's what Gen Z talking we about. We were talking about these white folks right now. These white. So the second thing was like, I have no uh, hope that any of these people will actually be charged. They done gave this white man who was saying, "I can't eat anything but organic food," and they switched up his whole meal plan. Like, never heard of it. Never heard. Never. Of never heard. Never. Bro, like never. They wouldn't even give kids in public schools organic food, let alone one nigga that is poisonous. But that's what was interesting about this thing. Like the white people acting up, being crazy, climbing on shit like monkeys, which I was dying when it was like, they better not never call us monkeys again because the way them Uh, niggas was climbing up. (laughs) The the video of the girl falling had me crying. I was crying. But speaking of laughing at shit like that, like people getting hurt. What uh, irritated me the most is black people, or not black people, just people of color getting on on um, Twitter. And this could be either way. Like, you know, the woman that got killed or whatever. I don't know what her name was, but they started doing like the say her name for that white woman, which is like. Why don't you do that? Child, please. She was committing a very serious very crime. Treason. She got clapped. And then you know how all, you know, <laughs> like, black people, they don't take shit serious. So everybody's like, you know, 
um, was making all those memes and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, basically, like, if you wouldn't have been there, you wouldn't have been killed. Listen, and- I have for somebody who's literally fighting against my existence like i got no i i and people consider me like as a, a very like level-headed individual mm-hmm. which I, think I am and a very forgiving person which i believe i am but to mm-hmm. me at this point if if you are one like if you trump if you voted for one trump once like i could give you the benefit of the doubt and give you two options you, you uh but if you voted for him twice you only have one option if you voted yeah. for him once either you were you're you're dumb or or your races is is the two is yeah. two two only choices and then after the second if you vote from two times you're just racist yeah especially if you're a woman man if you're so un- you can't be so unaware of how this man's choices have affected people in our community that like you 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 ignored it for four years and you still like you have to have some type of cognitive recognition of like oh the trickle down effects of what this man is doing Period. so if somebody died during that insurrection because of they were there like. Like I'm sorry, I have no, I feel no sympathy for that woman. That like, and I'm gonna laugh at the memes. I'm not, I'm not gonna not laugh at the memes. They're funny. You know what I'm saying? Like the shit that had me as black people being like, let's not let our morality leave because these people are racist. It's like why we always gotta have this moral upstanding. These niggas be making monkey mask, all types of memes on Facebook. You know what I'm saying? And for shit that's serious. And they went up in that motherfucking shit, ready to die about that nigga. You know what I'm saying? They, they were. They was ready to die. Yeah. Like that That's for real. I just want to shout out my man Eugene Goodman. He's a really good man. Okay. Yeah. Because if I was in, if I was his, if I had his job, I'm doing my job. I'm putting holes in all. That was the cop that like led the protesters. Up. Yeah. He he yeah. had like a bunch of people uh, chasing mm-hmm. after him. He's a black man. He's a cow, he's a capital police. He's better than me. I wouldn't have just had my hand on my gun. Niggas would have been staring down the barrel. <laughs> and I would have been. You love Jesus so much. Get I'm ready. Like, oh, 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 don't, don't. Take one more step. Somebody gonna get dropped, baby. <laughs> I'm gonna do my job. Yeah. But you know, I understand. Like, if all of them had yeah. guns or weapons, that could put everybody in a compromising position because it was only one of them. You know what I mean? It, it was only him. So if he, you know, he probably bust off three at the first three, but you got mad people coming towards you. You like, got to shoot and run, nigga. No, you can't, know. but you shoot and run and then they get towards the Senate, which honestly, you know, come on. Some of them niggas <laughs> might have needed to get, I mean, you know what? You know, I Mitch McConnell turned looking ass could have got fucked up. I'm, all I'm saying <laughs> is somebody should have hit friend. him with a chair. That's all I'm saying is somebody could have fucked Mitch McConnell up fucking up my 2000. That's all I'm saying. I think, I think that, yeah, in the most ideal circumstances, like we always, you know, we want, we want what we want, right? Like you know, you know, you we all have our desires of what we want outside of a situation. Because yeah, best case scenario for us out of that would have been like, ah, right, yeah, get all these GOP motherfuckers out the way. Like y'all want to hang Mike Pence? Go ahead, do your thing. Like, I, like I, I ain't seen nothing. <laughs> like I ain't seen nothing, right? <laughs> but but like we always we do have to think about you know, and this is where my heart comes in. Like, yeah. you know, to me, to me, it's like you got to think about like there has to be a detriment of letting that that type of violence like seep through. No, I understand like, the, the, like having that. I think it's weird because we don't know how a country without the level of control that America has, every country has without that level of overhead control would actually run. We don't have enough data on that. So having something like that just happen and it be okay, it's going to create a pattern of that happening. And then, you know, the country be in turmoil. 
Yeah. Especially white people. Don't let white people do the first. Like, white people are already extra. You know what I'm saying? They'll fucking fuck you up over some oat milk and their coffee. So, you know what I'm saying? If anybody... I'm I'm just saying, if anybody is gonna fuck up shit first and, you know, start the trend, it should be niggas. I'm just saying. You know, or or Native American people. In that case, you know, we have, like, there have been black folks who, I mean... We we protest all the time, right? Uh, it's it's just very interesting that you know it could never black folks doing this to this level would never happen. We'd be a massacre. Yeah, know? but I, I don't know, man. Uh, we are gonna be living through this for a while. Uh, I think that that's why you, you need know, a glick. That's all I'm gonna say. Through a glick, it's easy to get I, in, I, especially I, in Harlem, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> especially in Harlem. <laughs> oh no, they a little occupied right now. They a little occupied. <laughs> they gotta worry about white people today. Yeah. yeah, just do final thoughts. My final thoughts is um it's nice to see them white people getting dragged the fuck out that airport. I mean, that's my final thought. I like you know, I was saying something about this summer, like watching police cars burn and shit like that. Like that there it's it's weird how cathartic it is for what white people to get in good trouble mm. in front of me and just to watch them fucking crumble at the the accountability of their actions. So it was like watching police evil ass police cars get burnt up in New York. It had like a real cathartic experience. So watching them white people get dragged out of that airport and I'm crying, they're treating me like I'm not an American citizen. Like shit like that had my heart so full. (laughs) I hate to say it, but it had my heart. So I was, oh my God, it was so beautiful. I'm just like, you know how um, Rev Run be in the bathtub? (laughs) Texan in his show. That's me watching all these white people get fucked up for doing shit that they shouldn't be doing at the end of the day, you know, having to pay for shit that they've done, even though they probably won't pay to the same extent that people of color and black people yeah. have to is, is just nice. It's just, it's like watching the bully get fucked up. You know, it's like, Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, my last thought on it is just like, it's good to, it's good to, to have it out in the open that, um, you know, some of the less progressive white people that we know, can see that, you know, y'all people are terrorists. For the most part, y'all are terrorists. Y'all are terrorists internationally, and now you're terrorists nationally as well, okay? If you didn't think that things that happened in the past, like, what I think there was a Kansas City bombing, that thing, and also the thing that happened in Nashville, if you didn't think that those things were acts of domestic terrorism by white people, guess what? This is a very serious act of domestic terrorism. You can't just run up in uh, in a, in a in any building that's a federal building and think, oh, well, shit is okay. You're not on a museum tour, huh? <laughs> this ain't this ain't a walkthrough. You ain't in high school. During COVID. During COVID, too. No mask. You're breaking through barricades. But the other thing I will say, last thing I really, really will say, is I really am interested to see um, all the inside men. Mm-hmm. Because there's a lot mm-hmm. of people who are, who are inside on that job. There's no way. Any other given day, a large group of people rushing the Capitol in that fashion would be shot on site. Like, they would have been handled very quickly. You know what I mean? Whether it be Secret Service, Capitol Police, the regular police for for Washington D.C., or all of the above, and the Army and Navy, you know what I'm saying? There would be there would have been such a huge response to that. So I'm very interested to see who are the inside people on that if they ever come to find those guys. Where's Edward Snowden when you need him? He can come out alive. My my final thoughts on this is that like I think Black folks is everywhere. We got to figure out a way to 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 protect protect our mental. 
during all of this because I, I during the whole coup, I found myself um laughing a lot because I couldn't be angry anymore. It's like I my my brain had moved beyond being upset and angry and in disbelief or shocked, and it just went immediately to humor. Like, wow, can you believe this? Like, wow, nobody's getting shot. Oh, they made it through the gate. Oh, they in the building. Oh, they not going to jail. That's this is comedy. Like I've been saying the whole the whole every week yeah. I've been saying like yo this is comedy because it's other if if to to yeah. to sit back and yeah. really look at the inequalities of how people yeah. are treated for some of the same actions. Like cuz you think about like I said if these were black people that stormed it, it would have been a massacre on the Capitol steps. If um any of those people if any of those people were black and they didn't wear masks and they were getting caught right now, wouldn't be people getting arrested. There'd be like people getting pulled into white vans and disappeared and never to be seen again. Um, and when you think of the brutality of that, like it's it's very sad. So my mind has kind of shifted to this place of like humor, but I'm, I, I, I would like to encourage all, all people of color or black folks specifically like listening to this, that like, you know, you, we gotta, we gotta maintain a level of, um, just a, a, a certain degree of like introspection and, and just staying in reality sometimes because I think our defense mechanism is to go to humor to to make some of this stuff make sense. Uh, so yeah, that's my note. But on that note, you know, let's shift to something lighter. Speaking of white people, we all have a couple of white people songs that we really fuck with, you know, and that's why we call this segment, you know, admit it, you listen to Katy Perry, you that's know. A fact. Cause we don't all listen to trap, you know. Sometimes a good song come on on the radio, you know, you you jamming. That's a fact. You know, so that's a fact. We all have a song that we choose, and we tell each other what song it is. Um, and James wants to go first. I I am going first, and uh, so I'm only looking this up because I didn't remember the the name of the um like who wrote the song, who made the song. But everybody, I don't care where you went to school in the United States of America, everybody has heard this song in gym or at some type of school dance, okay? Shout out to Cotton Eye Joe by the Rednecks, okay? Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. This song, now, when you have to dance that to it in song unison like slavery. in gym, it, is, it does feel like slavery, but at the same time, it's a white people version of the electric slide. It is Shit not. Shit is fire. No, it's not. Shit is fire. Yeah, I mean, you're right. That is that is the the white version of the electric slide. They have not made another song that could top this one. Let me tell you, the steps is easy. Okay, everybody can do really? it in unison. You can get a hold down going on. It's a it's a get out of bend the cut. It's like two I've kicks to the front, two kicks to the back, a kick and a kick they, up with your leg, with your right leg, and then and then you and then you spin and then you clap and that's and then you start doing it again. You know it's crazy. I did it's not like, have that blended up a school experience. It was probably like three white people in my class. If they played that shit, we were flaming. It I'm was fucking dead. <laughs> You better play the fucking wobble if you really want to get up and dance. I'm trying to tell you the truth. What made Kana Joe fun too was that like it, it, it sped up. So yeah. at some point, like you know, during the gym class, whenever you would try to keep, yeah. try to do whatever, <laughs> losing like five pounds after that. Oh my god, this shit was. Yo, that is a perfect description. 
white people Zumba. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes. And I don't care who you are listening to this right now. If you don't like this, let me tell you one thing. You need to put it on when you're feeling down and do the steps. Do the steps. I bet you when you finish doing that dance, towards the end of the song, you might be a little out of breath, but you're going to be happy. Okay, Cotton Eye Joe slaps. Isn't that song about a... Uh, STI though, a STD. I'm pretty sure he's catching some type like, of it's something. It's about chlamydia like or something. First line is literally, if I if it hadn't been for Cotton Eye Joe, I'd been married a long time ago. Yeah, it's about I never having heard him a, say that. A, a STD or something like that. Listen, like having a, really? a yeah, I believe it's about having a yo. A wow. like a, Are you serious? Uh, yeah. Let me see. Uh, cataracts, trachoma, and syphilis or syphilis. Yeah, it's yeah, about okay. having an STD. Damn, and they just that shit in school. Yo, since you messaged Mad Young, like since like 10. I told you that that song rang of a little massa is that's crazy. So this is why you can't talk about rap music to me, man. If anybody talks about the ills of rap music, I mean like y'all had us dancing to a song about syphilis. Syphilis and and this nigga pulled it up like it slapped. Like, of course it, it do slapped. slap. It slapped. I'm not going <laughs> Of course it slapped. All right, Jakira, what you got? What you got? So this song is just a fire song. Um, it's Feel So Close by Calvin Harris. It's a vibe. Okay. I listen to a lot. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That song, if you are having a bad day and you put Bang. that on, first of all, it's going to transport you to the time you first heard it. And it's just such a vibe. When you actually listen to it, you're like, oh, shit. Yeah. It's actually such a vibe. Like, it puts you in such a good mood. That's the only thing about white people music that I think I like it so much is because white people are so void of, like, oppression problems. and <laughs> problems other than their own. You know what I'm saying? Especially white men is like, oh, your problems are just shit you've made in your life. They literally create <laughs> you know? problems for themselves. So, so when I listen to white people music, it's like, oh my gosh, like it's so lighthearted and beautiful because they don't have no real fucking str- You know, yeah. I can't listen to Anthony Hamilton without feeling a little sad. I mean, I fought with Anthony, but just a little <laughs> cornbreads and gravy. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, Yeah, nah, Anthony, is cap- his voice sometimes is cap- it just captures the essence of sleep. Collard greens. Um, <laughs> Not after this. <laughs> I'm so weak. Yeah. Like, nah, man. There's something about his voice. I'll just be like, man, this sound like. I feel like I'm washing like... my clothes in the river right now. Yo. <laughs> Don't make me walk away from this mic. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So when I listen to a good, like, Calvin Harris also makes bops. He made We Found Love with Rihanna. But Feel So Close was my favorite song for, like, that's a classic. But Feel So Close is my favorite song for, like, three years. I like nah, it, it's not, you know what it is about that song for me? It a breakdown, man. There's yeah. a breakdown. It made me want to like experience what it what a EDM festival would have been like. Like I thought I was in Degrassi. I thought I was in an episode of Degrassi listening to that. Like I would just you know those videos. <laughs> when it's like you start acting like you're you watch a movie you become that character you you model your personality after that movie character for weeks like i that song used to make me feel like i was a white girl with blonde hair just at a festival just enjoying life 
I have a boyfriend named Charlie. <laughs> yes, I'm it's like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Charlie, I'm gonna just start calling you Chuck. Uh, no. <laughs> Chuck. What's going on, Chuck? So my birthday twin, who has provided a lot of um a lot of conversation over the years, mm-hmm. uh, released this song that is pretty special to me because of like the um time it was released and the experiences I had when it was released. The daughter of one Billy Ray Cyrus, uh Miley Miley Cyrus released this song. Uh <laughs> you know, and, and if it's the theme, if it's the theme of like what we're talking about, you know, we're talking about coups in the capital, you know, things happen domestic soil she released a song about 10 years ago called party in the usa yo it's a party in the usa yeah that shit is hard that shit is hard i'm not going listen man uh, that's one of those songs that like you don't want to like but the more you listen to it like I could see that being um like our generation Sweet Caroline 50 yeah. years now. Like the same way I don't want to hear Sweet Caroline every time I step into a bar, but they play it every single time I step into a bar. Um that's what party in the USA is gonna be. I'm I'm positive about that. Party in the USA was a bop though. Shit like is a bop. Party in the USA you so, you you would hear it come on and white people going hard you in the back like, yeah. You trying to act like that shit don't slap. Well, as soon as she hopped out the train in LAS from my name, my guy, you be like, oh, okay, it's a little bop or whatever. That's what you call fucking bars. You call motherfucking bars, nigga. Yo, but not for real. She's like, nah, actually. I'm gonna give it to Kyle. I'm gonna don the the, don the the crown on Kyle for that because that song is a bop. It is a bop. What we've done it. We've crowned uh, the the Katy Perry uh, Trophy Award today uh, to Molly Cyrus. Um, Yeah. (laughs) And with that, you know, we go into uh, to the section we like to call "What You On." What are you on? What you want is when we're taking a deep dive <laughs> into everybody's Twitter accounts or, or social profiles. And we're seeing uh, uh, tweets that we agreed with or things that we disagreed with from each other between the three of us. Um, you know, we just want to talk about it to figure out, dog, what you want? And Kyle, you've been on Listen, it. Listen, go, go for it, man. Call me out. Hit me so, first. I got, I got it's not even a call out. It's, it's an acknowledgement of sheer blackness. You tweeted recently about having that birthday party at McDonald's when you was younger. And I have never, I have never resonated with something. I remember I have my four, like my fourth birthday at McDonald's. <laughs> my mom bought me a, a leather baby blue, shiny metallic, like suit. I, I had the jacket, the moto jacket. I was flea. Ronald McDonald was there and everything. And the way they be doing McDonald's now is like, okay, McDonald's was trash. But back in the day, the birthday parties at McDonald's was different. Like, if you knew your friend was having a birthday party at McDonald's, you knew their mama had money. You know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> I, I remember I, I remember having one party there. Like, I, I But I remember also because of where we lived in the Bronx. There was only one that I, I distinctly remember. And um, they very recently took it down. Like, it was like one of the mm-hmm. last play places I remember seeing. And it was so sad when it finally went away. I was like, man, that's my whole childhood. But I remember it being so fun. Like going to, going to play place as a kid felt like you went to a castle. Like that little 
you look at it now and it seems so small, but that really felt like you were going into like, you know what it was like, you know, out of the box, how they would like the the show. I don't know if y'all. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. But they build these boxes, and on the outside, you know. You'll be like, okay, there's like five boxes here, but they crawl in them up. Yeah, then, my Legend of the Hidden Temple. I was like, oh, this yeah, is like, that's no. exactly how I felt in play play. That shit is, it's an absolute fact. Like, I I was saying this, like, kids these days don't know what it's like for your mom to be a germaphobe and be like, you can't go in there with them kids. And then you you go with your grandma or something, she'd be like, go on, baby, go on, go on, to, go on, play while I get y'all food. And you be in that bitch walling pushing kids down <laughs> like i don't know man have you had a birthday shit, party at mcdonald's listen i'm gonna be honest with you um i played football i hit my head many times so i do not remember a lot of things about <laughs> <my past. laughs> so, so uh, get you some help. <laughs> you're a victim you're a victim there mm. we go see <laughs> yes literally but, uh, but <laughs> But um, <laughs> I do remember going to a couple, and I do like my my mom never really let us play in the shit. But you know, your dad will always kind of like your dad might let you get away with some shit that your mom might not, or he just ain't paying enough attention when you little. So we would go in there, and, and play, well, yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, especially, but anyway, um, <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, but yeah, basically, like I've gone to them and I played in the in the the ball pit thing and the slide and all that. But I don't know, man. Like now, as an adult, I look back and I'm like, damn, I could have easily got cholera or some crazy <laughs> shit in there because there'd be dirty diapers and shit. Yo. Kids, you, and you see do nasty shit. Like they put their hand in their mouth, then they touch their ass, and they wipe it on something. <laughs> <laughs> like what the fuck is going on? You're like, Yo, you, 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 you are completely right. Could you imagine, like, if Play Place existed during COVID times? It'd be a wrap. We'd all be dead. We all be. You don't be dead. Like that legit might be the reason why they went away. I, I, once you just said that, that that clicked it in my head. I was like, oh, that's probably why. It was probably like a, a sanitary nightmare. Like it, it is. But but you know what's crazy? You know where I have seen one of those uh, McDonald's like, and it's like a super playpen thing, right here, right here in in Spain. They got fucking amusement parks <laughs> they got an in, amusement front park in front of the McDonald's. Man. And they have like it's a, a Superman cage dog. ride. But these kids here, let me tell you something. I seen a kid, Jakiris can attest to this. I seen a kid eating a sandwich coming out of the bathroom and so did Jakira. So I'm like, all right. And it wasn't even like they was taking their first bite as they was walking out the door. Nah, the little like, nigga ate like three, four bites. I'm like, first of all, that's quite nasty. And there's mad niggas in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> What the fuck is going on That's here? That's why I had the motherfucking plague over here so bad. That's what. Well, what the fuck is going on here? sandwiches in the bathroom and shit. But yeah, I was like, I wasn't. It wasn't really a what you want, but it was like I, I see that black ass yeah, shit. Yeah, I, I appreciate that. I appreciate yeah. that, man. So Tali, what you, what you got, man? I mean, I don't really have a, I don't really have a what you on. I just want to say a general thing to Twitter. Um, some niggas be going too hard on Twitter. They make it seem like it's their job. Okay, and I, I just don't understand when like Twitter became like judge, jury, and executioner on all things internet. And I just wanted to let all you niggas know who are heavy Twitter users, like well, the two of us, because somebody 
is a is a Twitter. I listen. That app does not get no play on my. Listen, I probably give Twitter at least a hundred a hundred hours of of business every two weeks. I want to say that because I'm on that bitch. But um, but yeah, I just want y'all niggas to know, like, take it easy. It's the internet. Um, the internet is always gonna be undefeated, my nigga. Like, don't ever don't take it. Do not take anything personally. Relax, have some fun. Maybe log off a little bit, mm-hmm. and um, and that's really about it. Other than that, like, keep entertaining me with like some of the funny shit y'all be talking about. Yo, be kind of funny. All right, mine. Well, like Jakira's, it's not necessarily a what you want. It's just like, dog, I feel the exact same way. I think there was a tweet this week that showed um the outdoor dining solutions um in New York right now, oh, and these yeah. people are building full on forts. <laughs> On the Tiny sidewalk room. and on the streets, and it's like it—it it is baffling to me because mm-hmm. we've had homeless people here since the beginning of time, and people mm-hmm. saying we don't have resources or the space to house these people. Yeah, you're making outdoor dining solutions that aren't even outdoor dining at this point. You just made another indoor section, like like like. Do you know what I mean? They know ventilation. Tally posted this thing where it was like literally is like uh this band of um booths. That this restaurant had had made these wooden booths. They're very intimate and separated. You know, they look really nice, but it defeats the purpose of outdoor dining and ventilation and what it's supposed to be doing. Like, you know, you know, they're not wiping that down as much as they should be. No, mm-hmm. not at all. It just look like a sauna. But but this is the thing, though. Like I, I like I said, right? Like. I would break into that shit every fucking night if I was homeless. And I would do them a disservice too. I would shit in there. I would piss on the <laughs> No, but no, but but dog, like I that's that's funny, but I, I'm I'm hundred percent with you. Cause to me it's like a smack in the face. I walked past one the other day where like not the other day, literally yesterday, where I was in Brooklyn. I walked past one yesterday and they put they they locked them at night. I didn't realize that they locked them, but I'd be like, man, like it is freezing outside. Yeah, I have this thing. You're going to have to close eventually because I don't care how, like, if, when it gets so cold, you're not going to be, a, people should not be eating outside, period. I, that's my thing period. right now. Like, in New York? Order, or order stuff <laughs> in. Like, you should not be eating out right now. Like, it's just not making make sense. Um, I think there, there just has to be an understanding of what other people go through um, in life. Like, we, got to, mm-hmm. we just have to, we have to get to some type of common ground where you can actually understand what somebody else is going through. Because I guarantee if like everybody in this country had to experience homelessness for not even a long period of time, just like a day, that shit would change policy overnight. You know, we, we just aren't at a place where we're understanding of like other sides or what people are truly going through. Right. Mm -hmm. Like if, if those people in Congress had to live below the poverty line for a month, we wouldn't be having no conversation about $2,000 checks or $1,400 checks. It would be like, nah, yeah, these people need $10,000 a month. (laughs) From the richest country in the world. So, and, and so that's, this is my positive note. I think because of the times that we're living in, it's forcing us to have, um, or it's bringing conversations that were kind of like shoved under the rug up to the surface level, because you really can't, you can't deny or avoid the conversation anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, so my uh, hope for the future is that, like, you know, all this bad stuff will lead to good things eventually because uh, we're finally having the difficult conversations that we've been avoiding for decades or centuries. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's it for me. Yeah. I mean, on my end, um, 
So I'm a bookstagrammer. You guys check out Printed Not Press. It's my bookstagram. And recently, um, like there's this video circulating of this four year old boy and like vocabulary impeccable. And he is like, I'm here. He's given a presentation. He's four years old giving like a presentation or a talk to like parents or kids or something like that. And he's like, I'm here to talk about the adventure of reading. Um, Reading has enriched my vocabulary. Like the video is so beautiful. Um, I just watching that. I was like, damn, this little boy is really fucking like he's speaking like on my level. You know, he's like this enrichment and profound. I'm like, oh my god, and he's so cute. He has a little suit on. Oh my god, <laughs> it, was, it is a very, it is a very uplifting video. I won't lie, to be honest with you, and I, I like that positive note. And uh, for me personally, uh, I don't really have anything like that's from like an article or anything specific like that. But I will say that I'm really excited to see what. Um, these next coming years are going to do for black people and mental health. Cause I've seen a lot of people really going hard on the internet, a lot of creatives going hard, men and women alike, um, just going, just going extremely hard, pushing the message to take care of your mental health. Mental health hygiene is super, super important, especially as a black person in America or a black person in the world in general. Cause we deal with, we deal with racism no matter where we're at and where we're from. Um, but, I'm really happy to see it because, you know, I, I feel like we really need that journey and we need to kind of link arms with one another to help each other get to where we need to be, to be the best, the best version of ourselves and understand the things that we've gone through and how to avoid, like, how to avoid just like, well, not avoid just only triggers, but avoid allowing people who are, who have no clue what we go through to dictate how we're allowed to live. Mm-hmm. So I'm really happy about that. I feel like, you know, 2020 with all of the difficulties, RIP to the millions of people worldwide who have who have passed away, but has really shed light on humans getting back to humanity and getting back to understanding like how to navigate this space without literally hating one another and bringing each other down. So really happy to see that. It's a good like hope for the future and ending note right there, man. Mm-hmm. It is. Nice. That's the first episode of the Lost Tribe. We are we have finished the first episode. Thank you all for listening. Be sure to like, uh, comment, subscribe, follow, uh, all follow all the words and possible CTAs that call to actions that y'all could y'all could think of. Go ahead and do that, man. Show us some love. Let us know what y'all like, what y'all didn't like. Um, you might not care about what y'all didn't like, but you know, we'll help us improve. Now, hopefully y'all enjoy this podcast, little man, and enjoy what we're trying to do here and enjoy the dialogue between uh, you great friends. And hopefully y'all have a tremendous week and uh, we will see y'all next time. That's a- Deuces. Deuces. Yeah. <laughs>